Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Friday, people, and the Packers are close to having a full bill of health. Um, despite the, Josiah DeGuara being a non-participant yesterday, he was a limited participant today with that calf injury, although Matt did indicate in his presser that uh, there was some concern about his ability to go on Sunday against the Lions. They'll give him up until kickoff. So we shall see uh, if DeGuar is able to go. But outside of Josiah, the entirety of the team practiced today, and nobody else has a single injury designation. That late bye week is doing miracles, man. I'm telling you, the whole season felt like it was a little too late when that bye week arrived. And now, if it isn't basically the catalyst for this turnaround from the Packers. It's pretty incredible. Both the health of the team, the adjustments made by the coaching staff, and the play of the players have all kind of coincided with uh, coming out of that bye week. It's pretty phenomenal. How's everybody in the chat? Big B is here. What's up, Big B? Good to see you, buddy. Brandy's here. Brandy has a very interesting question. She'll figure out one of two things on Sunday. One, Joe Barry is a genius, or two, Joe Barry is the name of my first ulcer. <laughs> Wasn't uh, Mike Pettin the name of your first ulcer? I don't know. Maybe not. I might be misremembering that. Uh, <laughs> Mike Spofford delivered, so I ask you to give us your best attempt at a Jair Alexander seatbelt. What do you, you think this is my first rodeo? I'm not ending up on some underage Packers compilation vid. Nice try, Joey. I know how you work. Nobot, what's up, man? Thanks for checking out the stream. Appreciate it. Big Nessie is here. Rogers takeover game this weekend? I mean, I guess. I don't know what exactly what that looks like in this offense. I and mean, this is a grind it out, move the football, take up time, possess the ball kind of offense. It is not really the quick strike, put up a ton of yards, Rogers-esque offense that we've... Uh, known and loved throughout the years, I will say, you know, it's very clear, you know, they know that they want to take a handful of shots to Watson throughout the game, regardless of the opponent. So, you know, the fact that they didn't even have Watson last time around and Romeo Dobbs went down, I think it was on the first play of the game against Detroit. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how they approach this one, because I do think they have the advantage there with their receivers, but, uh, with the way the offensive line is playing, Rodgers should have plenty of time. So, yeah, I think there's a possibility. It could happen. Um, <laughs> Why well, no playoff beard yet? They haven't. They're, they're, they're still not in the playoffs. In years past, they were well on their way to the playoffs. They, have, they, they could lose on Sunday and not be in the playoffs. They make the playoffs, the beard will come. Second highest paid D got talent, got to be aggressive. Plus, if your linebackers and corners aren't 15 yards off the line of scrimmage, it gets harder for the other team to run 250 plus on you like earlier this year. Yeah, no doubt. You still got to play better up front. And that is going to be what I, how I expect the Lions to attack the Packers with lots of power, stuff like counter, trap, between the tackles with Jamal and obviously trying to get Swift out on the edge or in space somehow, maybe in the passing game. But I think they are going to pound the football, and I do think the Packers are going to yeah, obviously be a tad more aggressive than they were last time around, but it's not always as simple as just you know bodies in the box. They do have some talent outside. 
I mean, St. Brown is no joke. Now, obviously, yes, you hope Jair can have the same approach against him as uh, he had against Jefferson, but um, the the running game is the chief concern for me. And Goff has been playing well. Make no mistake about it. He's going to get his, but um, that ground game has got to be priority number one. Um, what do you eat pregame before Sunday night games? Oh, very little. I get too nervous. I know, stupid, 49 years on this planet, and I still get nervous for games I'm not even participating in. But, yeah, I don't – maybe I'll get a slice of pizza on the way to the studio. That's about it. I usually eat after, even late at night. Michael, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. We need to do another body slam penalty so we can grab another interception on the next play. (laughs) I love this plan. I'm happy to be a part of it. Let's do it. Should they acknowledge Williams when he breaks a thousand yards? No, no. I mean, I love Jamal. Don't get me wrong, but and I'm sure Big B is going to say they should like stop the game and nationally televise a some kind of uh, ceremony uh, where he gets to keep the football and say a, a list of thank yous to everyone who's important in his life. But no, they should just move on to the next play. I was coding data at work today. Data element packet auto filled to Packer. Hell yeah, that item is still named Packer. I'm going to take this as a sign from Athena of an impending Packer victory. Soder, you've locked it up. We don't even need to watch the game Sunday night. Thank goodness. Mm, are you cons- are you worried that the Lions didn't have Chark, Swift, or Williams in Week 9? Not really. I mean, they are talented. There's no doubt about it. But both teams are very, very different. There's no question about it, right? Um, they've been playing very, very well here down the stretch, second half of the year. And a lot of it is due to having talent available. Um, but, man, you know, that I have it no other way. I want to play them at full strength. Still think the Packers play their game, play complimentary football the way they have been for the last three or four weeks. They can beat anybody, including the Detroit Lions, even with all those guys. Tyler, thanks for the Super Chat. Judd Zolgad tweeted the U.S. Bank could be a AFC championship game neutral site so high in the copium in Minnesota they have already resigned to an early playoff defeat. <laughs> wow. I mean, obviously Judd's not with the team, so it's you know, not quite the same as the copium coming from within the building, but that is funny, Tyler. <laughs> That's pretty good. Brady. Thanks for the super chat. Hoping to see the playoff mustache soon. Of the Lions players listed as questionable, who do you think they hope plays the most? Got to be Ragno. No? Ragno. Um, yeah, probably. But look, they, uh, they're they going to give the Packers all they can handle, regardless of who's out there. I don't get too caught up. And you'll notice whenever the injury reports come out, I only ever tweet you know, and clip the Packers section on the injury report. You know? Because who's in or out for them is pretty, you know, I I understand that it can change approaches and certainly can affect like the, the level of play at certain positions, what have you, but you got to take care of your own business. And what matters to me is who the Packers have available and what they can do with them, you know, but uh, to your question, yes, probably, but you know, ultimately you'd have to ask uh, a Lions fan really. Tags on Ghostbusters Zool says, choose your destructor. Who will be the Lions destructor on Sunday? Oh, I love this game. Whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't choose anything. I didn't choose anything. Did you? No. Did you? My mind is totally blank. I didn't choose anything. What did you do, Ray? 
I couldn't help it. It just popped in there. What just popped in there? Um, honestly, probably Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is going to go ham in this game. That's what I think. Can you imagine an NFC Championship game versus McCarthy? <laughs> Brett, uh, I got to admit, have not allowed my mind to wander to that just yet. Let's uh, let's watch the Packers beat the Lions first. That's just me. Your mileage may vary. I want to see Rodgers come out of the gate ripping it. Ah, Brett, someone's been reading my tweets. Yes, I agree. Uh, he's just been a little off early in these games. And look, I'm not even talking about like accuracy because clearly he had a dime that he threw to Aaron Jones at the right sideline on the third play of the game. That was just out, you know, out of the outstretched fingertips of Aaron Jones. But still, that's a sweet ball from Rodgers on an off-schedule play. I'm talking about like just operating the offense and going through your reads and knowing what they had delineated and then making decisions as opposed to that thing that he does. He kind of taps the ball and gets a little bit of happy feet and then he kind of pulls his eyes to the rush and then escapes. We've seen that early in games. And then as the games progress, like especially in the second half, he starts ripping it. He gets to the top of his drop, looks at his read and lets it rip. You know, we've heard Matt talk about that in regards to Jordan Love, but man, these early drives, Rodgers needs to take some of that advice and just, you know, buddy, you know, the, you know, the call, you certainly know the defense when you see it, trust what you see and let it rip or just, you know, hit your check down. And again, you see it, he does it later in games for most of the game, but these first couple drives, like down in Miami, that sack he took on the second play of the game, I have no idea what he's doing there. The sack he takes in uh, the second drive against Minnesota, those are terrible sacks to take. And that, you know, that fumble was lucky that, you know, it, it was touched down and didn't have a greater advance and, and or return for a touchdown. Oh, I did want to say this one thing that I noticed uh, last night while rewatching the game because I have no life. Um, did anyone else notice that when they went for it on that fourth down uh, on the second drive, when they first get to the line and the play clock is running down right before Lafleur calls timeout, they line up as though they're going to run the play that they end up running in short yardage later where DeGuara comes just offset, but it looks like DeGuara is going to push him for a quarterback sneak. I think they were going to run that play then and then came to the sideline and just changed their minds and said, probably said, we don't want to give them the same look. So they came out with a different play and that's when disaster struck. I just thought that was pretty fascinating because again, I'm a geek. Joseph, thanks to the super chat. Happy New Year, Aaron. Finally made alive in this 2023. Appreciate you said TV more than you know. Joseph, that is incredibly kind of you, man. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Hope you're doing well, man. Thanks for the uh, support. <laughs> the sacks he takes after taking a timeout after bleeding the play clock. Yeah, Daniel, I hear you. They're frustrating as hell. There was an instance, though, this past game where they took a timeout and then had a big play afterwards. So, you know, sometimes it works. But, yeah, those are those are frustrating. Could Rodgers taking 15-yard sacks and overthrowing people early on be his way of gauging defenses in his older age? I don't think so, but that'd be next level if it was. Looking forward to seeing Big Bob finally looking like his old self. Mike, yeah, he's been coming along these last couple of weeks. There's no question about it. Now, you've certainly seen him just be a little bit more active. Certainly, definitely been you know getting open and getting the ball when Rodgers finds him and held that touchdown. What I love on that play is if you can get the end zone angle, 
and he's cutting inside. And the minute he cuts back to the corner, he sees that the rest of the coverage is pulled up. He knows that corner is wide open. He throws his arm up like, you know, 25 yards away from where he's going to be because he knows he's going to be open. And Rodgers finds him late. and It's just a great play. Davis says low key, been throwing key blocks. Hope that continues. Agreed, Brandy. He hasn't really been talked about a whole lot, but he has played well. And it's funny because he was such a whipping boy this summer for good reason. He did not play well in camp or in preseason. Um, but yeah, he has played solid football here these last couple of weeks. No question about it. Pre-1995 wasn't the talk about how Favre can't calm down early on in big games. Weird to see an old Rodgers kind of be the same way. Very much a thing in uh, Favre's, I'm not even going to say just early years, but like throughout, not all of his career, but a good part of it. Like even when he was winning MVPs, you know, he needed to take a hit early in the game to kind of settle down or get into a shouting match with someone, you know, a linebacker or whatever. But um, yeah, there was always kind of that first kind of wave of, I don't know what it was like adrenaline or what have you, but Favre would have balls like 10 feet above a guy's head and then he would take a hit and he would settle in and he'd be great. And yeah, it is weird that Rogers just hasn't been quite himself early in these games. And I know it's there because like I said, we see it. It always materializes after a couple drives, but hopefully he comes out of the gate firing on Sunday night. Any idea why the Lions are upset with Rodgers? Is it because of his comments after week nine? Uh, apparently, yes, it was the, uh, that's what started it anyway. The fact that he, I believe, corrected the uh, sideline reporter as she was listing um, teams' records, and then he pointed out that one team was at 500, and that team in question was the Detroit Lions, and I guess maybe a few other quips here or there, but for the most part, that's all I can really find and really see. I mean, I searched uh, a couple Detroit blogs this afternoon trying to see if there was more because it seemed some of the quotes coming out of the locker room in Detroit seemed a bit over-aggressive for that, but uh, apparently that's it. But look, you're the Detroit Lions. There's every possibility that you know you can't even get into the playoffs by the time this game is kicked off. You're going to find motivation where you can. I understand it. It's all good. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. Lion King, Lionheart, Lionel, Messi, doesn't matter. Packers winning by 10. Go Pack, go. About to leave Arizona for Green Bay. There you go, buddy. Enjoy the game. Safe travels. Hope you have the best time, man. That's awesome. Carl, thanks for the super chat. I am manifesting Slate and Clark absolutely destroying the middle of the Lions offensive line to pressure Goff into sacks and or INTs. I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. <laughs> I love it. Um, what else we got? I'm pretty sure Rogers referred to the Lions as a team like that, basically saying they're very bad. Well, there you go. There you go. There's your other smoking hot take. Not your take, but smoking hot, smoking gun of a comment from Aaron Rodgers. That was the other pylon. This is what you need to get yourself motivated, Detroit? Really? Bon chance, gentlemen. I think after the first line games of the packet, he said we can't lose to a team like that or something. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Dustin, thanks again, bud. Jair Alexander, remarks complete. <laughs> truly, truly. Uh, oh, I love it. Oh, we have a Vikings fan here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to blame Ramage for this one. Ramage always brings me Vikings fans. 
If it weren't for a shitty field, many missed ref calls and your return TDs, Sunday's game is different big time, but enjoy your Super Bowl. Michael, that's how you typed it, right? Well done, buddy. I'll enjoy our Super Bowl, same as you'll enjoy your empty trophy case. Thanks for the engagement, though. Joseph, thanks again, bud. Also, how big would it be if Ragnow is out Sunday? I think it'd be big, but I don't think it's all like, you know, completely, you know, this tectonic shift. I mean, they still got a lot of really good players. But yes, it would it would be it would be advantageous for the Packers. No question about it. John, thanks for the super chat. If you need bulletin board material in week 18, dot 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 go pack go. <laughs> Truly. How has 59 been playing? I think Campbell's really picked it up. Um, he's not quite the all pro that we saw last year. I do wonder how much of it is what they're asking him to do um, in relation to having Walker alongside of him. And that's not a bad thing. Um, I just think his opportunity opportunities for big plays are probably not as great, but he's still making one or two of them throughout the year and um, certainly seems to be diagnosing things well and breaking on the ball fast and going sideline to sideline like you want him to. So I think he's been playing really, really well. Um, again, probably not up to the standard he set last year, but that was a pretty damn high standard. Andy, thanks for the Super Chat. Who gets the first pick on golf Sunday, Nags? Kenny Clark on his own blitz. How's that? <laughs> Brandy, <laughs> hey, buddy. Put those seven-inch cleats in that empty Super Bowl trophy case and just look at it. <laughs> I love Packers fans. Do you think the coaching staff does self-scout before the bye week? It seems like Matt is hyper-focused on the day-to-day -day and next game, always slow to adjust. Yeah, that's something I want to talk to him directly about this offseason. Um, I mean, they're always kind of looking back at what has transpired and trying to gather data, right, and look at trends and things like that. Um, but slow to adjust? Yeah, you could say that, although I would say they've made a lot of adjustments coming out of that bye week, and you know none of those happens without either Matt driving them or giving the okay. So I just think it's a process. They don't ever want to overreact. Sometimes they're a little slow on the draw, probably, but I probably prefer that to someone who is completely shifting with the sands week to week, whether you win or, or when you win or when you lose and overreacting to things, which can often lead to not only making things worse, but then other unintended consequences that rear their ugly head. So yeah, probably like the thing that kind of everyone points to is, you know, the Amari Rogers sticking on returns for as long as he did. And that is Matt, at least publicly saying that he's got faith in a guy and look, I'd much rather have a coach who has faith in his players and probably to a fault than doesn't trust them at all and pulls them at the slightest provocation and there's no continuity and the team never buys in. And then when you go on that kind of losing streak, it kind of falls apart because no one thinks that the coach has their back. And then you don't get a turnaround like we've seen. But one of the biggest reasons they're in the position they're in is because Matt is somewhat I'm not even going to say slow to react, but I think he has faith in his players. Um, again, can it be to his detriment sometimes? Probably, but I'd much rather that than the other. That's just me. Too old for this. Don't put this in the universe. 69 wheel route TD Sunday night. Would you stop? The last thing we want is David Bakhtiari as an eligible receiver again. Love you, David, but no. Uh, now, 
AJ Dillon on a wheel route, I will, uh, I'll eat that up. All right, everybody, I'm gonna have to cut this one short. I got to get going. I have a birthday party to get to for Olive. Um, but please, please, please do me a monster favorite. Hit like on this video. John's got the last one right here at the last second. Can we get just one wheel route to Dylan for six, please? See, John, we're on the same page. Please hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Watch Party on Sunday. Go Pack Go. Uh-huh.